This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, we try to convince Noah that Christmas is actually a good holiday, and he's just being a Grinch. Noah, why do you hate Christmas? I, all right, so here's the thing. I... Oh, I I actually don't like oh, Christmas. So this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. But here's the thing: My joke is Man, but, the joke went too far. Ever imagined? No, but to segue into it, I really enjoyed the Christmas special. So, wow. I just think the real that point is, is like Jesus definitely wasn't white, and I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> I think that's I, a pretty well established whole, wholeheartedly. He looks like uh, my son. <laughs> Well, I didn't know Noah hated Christmas, but he does bring up Marvel <laughs> stuff, and that is the name of our podcast. So, as always, I'm Coach, and with me... Josh Kennedy from Facebook. You guys heard from Noah already. Let's jump into the actual Marvel stuff we have to talk about, which is Guardians on Guardians. we got a Guardians uh, Guarded special of Guardianis. I don't, I don't know I'm speaking nonsense here. That sounds um, like a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to... We're going to start with the, the holiday special, and then we'll talk about the trailer, because that's the way they were released. Smart. Uh, I think it was the the way they were meant to be consumed. Also, we we very much did this intentionally and wanted to post yep. on December first, and it is I not wasn't busy. We are sick and all those kind of things. No one's, yeah, it's no not because my family's sick. That's not what it is <laughs> at all. We were trying to be timely, and it turns out we were right on it. So but I actually we, didn't. I thought until someone had told me, I thought the Christmas special didn't come out until the first. And someone's like, "No, it's already out." And I was like, "Oh, I'm an idiot. I'm way behind." The first just made sense. I don't know. They wanted yeah. to drop it on the weekend thing, get people ready for Christmas. I don't know. It was fun. Right after Thanksgiving, it. it makes sense. Like people were already like together. Just it was around. the day after. I remember if I remember right, it was Friday where most people had off. But right, before nonsense. we talk about about the actual Christmas special stuff, did it get you hyped for Christmas? Are you now in the Christmas spirit? Except for Noah, who hates Christmas apparently. I've been watching a lot of <laughs> Christmas movies thanks to my lovely wife. Uh, oh, it's been okay so far, but um, we set up our Christmas tree. So spent way too much money on Black Friday. Pretty typical Christmas stuff. So mm-hmm. we're getting in the getting in the groove of it. Did Baby's like first Noah? Christmas. Are you, are you in the the Christmas swing? Your dog? Anything? Uh, nice? I mean, <laughs> I have certain things that I like still watch like there's certain Christmas specials that I very much enjoy watching I really love the Grinch um the Jim Carrey you say die hard I'm gonna think it. you're so cool like every cool guy ever that says it's a oh Christmas yeah movie. here's the thing I haven't watched die hard all the way through ever and well, I'm that cool is with it. the opposite of cool <laughs> you're, you're killing you're killing our podcast we, we were talking about how how proud we hey. are then you are just killing it Jamie Pike hopped in. I'm and his getting ready to celebrate is, uh... Hanukkah. Well, there you go. That's a holiday. People like that it. is a holiday. Yeah, yeah. My my son's first Hanukkah slash Christmas and Kwanzaa. He's getting all three. My son's gonna. Oh, have so he's on that Rugrat shit, huh? Yeah, this one. Clutch reference. I know. I thought it was really timely that's right a, there. That's a clutch reference. Ah, uh, that's funny. Uh, this is actually the first Christmas thing I watched. I make it a point. That I do no Christmas until Thanksgiving. That is a, a rule that I live by. Mostly because we keep our Christmas trees up and we keep watching Christmas movies all the way until my birthday and the end of February. So, Coach, I, you're a disgusting Christmas human. Don't let him fool you guys. He's got a full <laughs> little town it. that he sets up every year. <laughs> love Christmas, but I start after Thanksgiving. So this was the first uh, Christmas thing I watched. And I got to tell you, it got me in the Christmas mood. It, The music, the way it played. Everything the Kevin about Bacon. Wow. Ultra, <laughs> ultra mega Christmas stuff here. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk spoilers. We're going to break down everything about it. So be ready for it. Uh, this, I think the main thing to talk about is also the first thing, and that's the music. I think when you think Guardians, it's sort of part of the hype of oh, Guardians. Coach, I well. wanted to talk about one more thing before we got into it. And I before totally we got just forgot it? until right now. But yeah, oh, uh, thank you guys. We just got our Spotify wrap back from uh, the Marvel Stuff podcast. Got some really cool stats and we're growing all the time. 
as of right now, there are five people watching us right now, which is, you know, roughly 25 more than normally watch us. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Math there is perfect. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining. Anyone joining us live is super fun. Um, yeah, let's get into Guardians. The music. Yes. Great. The opening song is uh, oh, hilarious. My, my, well, not, that, not that song. I, oh, I was talking about the, the actual song. the actual intro song during the uh, during the little animated sequence. Oh, but, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. What's it? The something in New York. What's the fairy tale in New York. There we go. The fairy tale in New York. It's probably like my third favorite Christmas song. I discovered it like two years ago. I love that song. It's so right great. behind the Mariah Carey one, right? Like, no, nope, no, nope, that one's. It'll I do love that song. I'm not gonna lie and pretend I don't love the Mariah Carey song, but uh, Feliz Navidad and um, his favorite Christmas story by the Capital Lights, I think it's called. Is those are my favorite Christmas songs. But the the songs that we're gonna talk about, the originals from this show vaulted into my top 10 i would probably put both of them so oh, man around my yeah top i was 10. I love so pumped songs. i don't i didn't know who the 97s were but i guess it's just a band that james gunn was a fan of and he's like hey you guys want to dress up as aliens and be abandoned by movie <laughs> all of a sudden Marvel Universe. drop bangers they did those songs bangers. are incredible that was really good uh not only the really I, good songs uh and the album's good but the, the setup is funny the the scenes in which they yeah they just learn how to play the instruments like that day i i oh, did very much love that, that was I'm very doing. funny it's like hey we did we do it are we get did we get the spirit of christmas right i love how <laughs> most of it was right but then everyone was like playing telephone with little kids <laughs> like oh, i don't know if santa eats you yeah a lot of close, clever things about like shooting your your toes with missiles instead of mistletoe a lot of clever yep. stuff like that yep, a clutch good. uh christmas special when they talk about the the alpha wants to be a dentist good callback to the uh the Santa Claus movie. A lot of good stuff. I love everything about that song. Uh, all the music was fun. It felt like Guardians. The quality was Guardians, of course. So, I think well, let's talk about one the of my knowledge favorite uh, characters ever. Oh, you're talking about Cosmo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I yeah. About Cosmo. yeah. I liked the Cosmo edition. I thought that, that was, was cool. nice. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I didn't either. Yeah, let's break this movie down as it, as it goes. We'll talk about it in chronological. We'll, well, we'll walk through it. Let's just talk about the two main characters. I think like the the knowledge drop at the very beginning that uh, yes. Mantis is but again our Lord's sister with a funny scene with a hilarious scene with the those nuts. nuts. Yes. It's so funny. It was it had me rolling the first time I was just Dave Batista is a gift. I know a lot of people hate on his acting ability, including Noah King no, Bates. Love it, but he's he's hilarious in a lot of what I've seen him in. When I can't wait to watch Glass Onion. Different than this, I will give him the bit. Maybe when I see Glass Onion, maybe check him out and see the Apple TV show that he did with Jason Momoa. He was pretty, pretty okay in that. Oh, I never heard of that. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, the Zargna scene is really funny. <laughs> just because, just because it's so Drax to just keep going back to it. Just like no, I. I don't care about your important thing. Yeah, there's a there's a scene that's like very similar in the trailer for the third one, just Drax being Drax, and it's yeah. ca- it's almost a little bit of a bummer that he's already confirmed that Volume Three is his last appearance as Drax. But I will say this movie was a highlight for Drax and Mantis. They've always been, you know, probably the C listers of the team, so it was pretty cool to see them get the spotlight. If you hadn't watched Thor, you wouldn't get what mantis is doing because it's not how she acts at all in guardians 2 no you you would had to have watched thor and seen her interaction to like understand how she was as part of the team not that like you wouldn't get used to it but there is a little gap there that it's nice to know that everything is released in the order it's released in on purpose james gunn has gradually brought his brother into more and more relevance with every guardians project (laughs) he's like hey this is my bro sean he's part of the team (laughs) so my wife is a big gilmore girls fan it's obviously why our our daughter's named lorelei and she heard james gunn and she thought that was sean and she like losing her mind she's like oh my god kirk 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 from gilmore girls directed this i was like no that's not that's That's not it it's not quite Brother. how it works I was like, he, he is in this you did james gunn is like significantly yeah, he, better looking <laughs> yeah i do feel, i almost feel bad for sean good because just how much better james gunn looks i don't i don't know man it's a bummer whatever yeah, happens right. He's, he does have a good role in this i think it's fun yes, the setup is. is fun they do the the little introduction that she wants to get him a good present the idea that they think kevin bacon is like actually a legitimate superhero Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. I love that Yondu was built up to like he ruined Christmas because when we saw him in the first Guardians movie, he was a real jerk to Star-Lord. But then it gets turned around by the end. So just really, really good stuff. 
Yeah, and the the idea of Christmas to a bunch of aliens is fun. It's so much like better executed than Star Wars, where they're just like, oh, it's actually Wookiee Earth Day. It's garbage. Not that's not. The I only do reason, like the fact. But... I do. It's a little thing that I don't think a lot of people notice. But the people who don't understand Christmas or really get the get anything are the people who blipped because Rocket's been around for five extra years. Nebula has been around for five extra years and she lived with, you know, Tony for that like long period of time. So yeah, they kind of got Christmas before yeah, while point. everyone else was like, what is this? This is weird. And they were just kind of like, eh, this is another day. Come on. Let's like, they didn't care as much because they have already lived through Christmas. The good point. Some guardians that didn't have as much exposure. That's to things really like that. funny. And very, cl- I like that. I like no calling it out. That's smart. I didn't think about that, but you could tell, you could tell that some of them were just like, yeah, it's whatever. It's cool. I get it. But yeah, Mantis. Mantis Kevin Bacon, the superhero. Um, And they start listing off all the great things he did. So good. But like, what a clever idea for an entire special, right? If you're going to do a Christmas special, how do you not make it obnoxiously cheesy? And they just leaned into it and made it better anyway. I've made my love for James Gunn pretty evident in pretty much every podcast. I historically do not love the Guardians movies, but I do like James Gunn's direction. So the fact that now he's one of the creative executives at DC. That's a big deal for me. And that he's got a couple more Marvel movies going on right now. Like, man's popping off. And uh, I'm really excited because he does superheroes in like a way that a, a lot of people don't think to do. Yeah, exactly. This is in, It's just a classic fish out of water story. They took two of the heroes. They chose the, the right two, like you said. Yeah, 100%. Max and Mantis were definitely the right two people to go. They Yet they, they still hired Bradley Cooper enough. and Vin Diesel and Chris Pratt to all reprise the roles. Although yes, Vin Diesel recorded all of his lines 10 years ago. No, that's not true. But he might as <laughs> well have. That's the annoying I, thing. I am they change his voice so works. much. It's how the they... same words every time. They could have recorded it once. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Does he come back in every time? They're like, hey, we need you to do the teenage, whatever. That is, I'd be curious to know. Maybe he hasn't recorded it once. I really don't know the answer to that. Um, but yeah, it was... They set up, they brought the right characters, they're down at Earth. A couple good funny jokes right off the bat with the weird cloaking device, this, that. But it it really gets funny once they start walking the streets. That's when... Oh, yeah. That's when yes, I it's great stuff. Uh, jumping on, on Steve was pretty funny. The fact that they ended up in a gay bar, that was pretty great. <laughs> and just had, like, <laughs> the greatest time getting drunk and dancing and getting... Yes, it Mantis's was dancing fantastic. was money. She was having a good time. I love how Drax is getting hit on every bear. <laughs> yeah, that was I, a bit of a Zemo move. I get you there. I liked her dancing a little better than Zemo because she was. I agree. She was getting. She was getting a little more wild. She was really letting herself enjoy the enjoy the moment. Explore you don't want to see more of this though. No, I, love <laughs> it. I do love it. That was you know how my love for that scene. Was... We have yeah. a we had a wonderful connection between Marvel and not actually transformers even though that also just dropped uh the trailer dropped was like the uh drax's family were attacked by gobots the gobots yeah flipped out that was pretty (laughs) funny funny. yep awesome i like the uh because i'm playing it right now actually just beat it the god of war reference dude i got it too i'm also playing god of war and i was like yeah he does kind of look like a big giant kratos which is he really does oh man god yeah i mean side note ragnarok's a great game oh (laughs) absolutely if you are into video games ragnarok is is unbelievably cool or norse mythology i wonder if i have a question for you too knew that what's up um with with this move with this special like i'm glad that they chose (laughs) i'm glad that they chose drax and mantis you know just to kind of follow but did you think that they were going to focus more on peter than they really did because all in all he was just kind of at the beginning and kind of at the end that's kind of what i I thought it was going to be personally i was i was under the impression he was going to be missing for pretty much the whole thing no i was going to say the fact that he's never been back to earth and now he has this chance i thought they were going to really lean into the fact of like him never going home so that's why that's why i didn't think he would do it because of that because I thought like that's an actual legitimate emotional beat and not like a Christmas uppy feeling kind of beat. So I thought if you're going to explore that, you got to explore it in an actual movie. You can't explore it in a Christmas special. Christmas specials have their own beat. Characters develop at their own pace in Christmas specials. It's sort of. Guys, are we bummed that we're not going to be getting a New Year's special? Because I feel like having some nerdy teenagers on New Year's like 
Kamala Khan and throw in like some handsome boy. That'd be that'd be a great special. That would be fun. And we might get one in a future yeah. year. I like the Halloween special. I like the Christmas special. I like what they're doing. I think they're, they're fun little things to do. This it reminds me of like the one shots, but at a like much higher octane. So it's it's more enjoyable to watch. The star power is really there. It's not just a 15 minute side story. It's actually canon. It's it's fun. I really I really yeah, do the like fact it. that it's canon, yeah. the fact yes, that it has yeah. the same quality. It's very cool. Like this is blows any other Christmas special I can think of out of the water. Like I don't know, man. Charlie Brown's got to beat, but <laughs> but yeah, 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 Charlie Brown. <laughs> well, that's yeah, all they that do is, in fairness. That is so. fair, but if I think about it, I don't think of that as like a Christmas special. I think of that as that is what Charlie Brown is. He's got like three holiday specials. That's what he is. I mean, fair uh, enough. but it probably wasn't at for the time, I suppose. But yeah, okay. So we're they're moving around. They're getting drunk. They're finding the way they find Kevin Bacon. I thought. Was oh, that funny. was hilarious. The star oh. map. <laughs> <laughs> no man, and, classic Hollywood stuff that tells you where celebrities live, which is such an infringement on rights, and yet they did it anyway. <laughs> I like the idea that they could just walk up there and just walk in his gate. I thought that was funny. I liked the doorbell scene first, where they're just like Jay. <laughs> <laughs> we've come to take you kevin bacon <laughs> we've come to take you kevin bacon i just said that yeah but your your voice is so small and mousy thought he might not have heard <laughs> how calm Mark you are how like he just had it he was just like okay, okay. <laughs> if he's on the star maps how many other weird people have shown up to his house though in fairness <laughs> i was saying we're at this world now where like there's so many weird superheroes and everyone has powers it can't be that weird to see a couple of aliens walk up you're just like yeah, i don't know what's going on i was disappointed that he didn't whip out his powers from x-men first class or they didn't make that reference that would have been really cool <laughs> they should have said that as one of his roles <laughs> i'm just saying they probably should have but i think they they wanted to talk about his heroic roles. Although it was funny that they brought up him getting killed in in Friday the Thirteenth. I thought that was yep. a weird. <laughs> sure a when uh, what context would Peter have told that story? Uh, whatever. Uh, I love the scene with them in the yard. This is my favorite bit that stayed the whole time. They oh, the the funny, the, the funny man, the funny man and the, and the candy cane. It was the best. It's so funny, and they hit the joke like three different times. Which the sometimes whole... that could wear on you, but not when it's James Gunn doing it because he's so good at it. He did that's the same type of thing in Peacemaker and freaking eagerly and hugging him and like his weird relationship with his his dad or him dancing in his underwear. That was something that they did too much in that show, yet yeah. it was still funny every time. <laughs> it's still funny. The whole idea that he like <laughs> when they're when they're chasing Kevin Bacon and Drax is like, I gotta go back. I forgot my funny man. Oh, that was like, that was one of my favorite lines of the whole thing, where she's like, "Do you want Star Lord's happiness or your little funny man?" And he really sits there and considers for a minute, and then decides the funny man. Funny man. <laughs> it's not fair that you get to keep it and I don't. Like that's so funny. Like uh, that's not a man. In the <laughs> and then when the car accident happens with the cop, she's like, "Does this look like like a man? <laughs> like a man? No. I mean, yeah." My friend is oh, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's I awesome. really love great. Kevin Bacon really running away from them down the street with the cops rolling up and like trying to save him, and she just like puts them all to sleep, and he f- flips the cop car. She's like, "No killing people." It was, it was the best. I loved it. It was so fun because if you put like any of the more logical guardians in that scenario, like you have Gamora or Star Lord there, like they're not going to do all that dumb stuff. But the fact they're they're just completely unhinged. <laughs> the two of them together it's just chaos it's the best it's the best yeah no yeah. i was gonna say mantis got uh got a lot like of the scene where they're chasing him in the house and she's jumping on the walls. that's super yeah creepy, bro. you got to do some cool creepy stuff i was a fan of that for sure and then like they're jumping over the the fences in the backyards like prancing around that was great uh, everything about it it was wonderful Yep. So the whole chase in Kevin Bacon's screen, I thought was funny. He said the, the police, all the police interactions are pretty funny. Although I don't, that cop shot a little early, but I suppose they always do, don't they? Yeah, sure do. <laughs> he could have been black under there. Is that too far? <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't armed or anything. I don't know why they shot him. Whatever. It didn't work. Uh, I stand by my point. That's why. Anyway, yeah. not to bring it down. <laughs> I had to bring it down to Christmas, but uh, police... <laughs> Police, uh, step your game up. Down to Christmas, I'm right here. All right. Yeah, I know, no, it's the worst. Uh, once they get Kevin Bacon in the ship, that that was the other bit that started the the whole idea that they just hate actors. 
and they oh, all were they, they just all rag on them so much they're like oh, not just like oh hate pretend. actors like physically gagging she was so like <laughs> repulsed by the fact he was an actor yeah <laughs> and he just and he hates her it's so creepy when they act I like how she had else. to do the jedi mind trick to get her to come in the first place that was yeah. pretty good stuff and then he's like you're you have him under a trance once the reveal finally happens and yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> everything about it we, Man, Kevin Bacon's <laughs> such a good sport for doing this. Like, can you imagine getting the opportunity to play yourself in such a ridiculous movie? Like, it's great. It's so good. And it does, like, I think you call it a movie, and it, that's kind of what it feels like. That's kind of why I love it so much. Is it, it feels like it has a whole arc, a f- whole story that gets told. It's not just a weird. Yeah, that's why it's a special and not a TV episode, and it's not quite a movie. It's, it's right there. It's perfect. So Would you place me- this higher than uh, Werewolf? I liked it better. Uh, In terms of how much fun I had watching it, Guardians gets the pull. But, like, as far as, like, coolness, I mean, for sure, Werewolf. But, you know, right now I'm in the Christmas mood, so I want to have some fun. (laughs) It was perfect timing. I wanted to be spooky on Halloween. So, really, they they did exactly what they were supposed to. Yeah, I think it's more of a I just like Christmas better than I like Halloween sort of thing. Yeah, well, you didn't grow up an emo boy, so there you go. (laughs) Grew up. Just loving Go Blue, Michigan. Halloween sucks. I'm here to be happy. Uh, yeah, it was a, a lot of fun. Oh, I mean, obviously, and then the I thought the the start of the Christmas stuff, right? The whole once they're back and they turn the lights on and the snow falls, you just you feel it. You feel the Christmas spirit. Noah probably felt the big black hole in his heart. Uh, but I was feeling. How do you good. know I'm I, not like the Grinch in my heart? Through grew three sizes that day. How do you not know? I don't know how it didn't on that song at the end. The song is money. Uh, see, I didn't guess, see the I lightning candles. <laughs> Exclusion. Yeah, I didn't see it. One menorah. This is bullshit. No, but again, as a non-Christmas liker, as a person who's not very Christmas spirited, it did bring joy to my face seeing that ending yeah. seeing all of the lights and, and nowhere that was beautiful that moment where they're all having fun that did even a non-christmas person can see how much that meant to peter to everyone and them getting the gift beautiful oh, like, the again, so oh, i might man. not like it but it, it i it really cannot heart. wait until thunderbolts or whenever bucky's next appearance is and how they're gonna explain how that works uh, yeah. Jamie just asked, when does this movie come out? Uh, Guardians 3, I saw it was, I want to say May 5th. Uh, someone double check me while uh, we're doing this. But Guardians just came out uh, the other day for Christmas. Anyway, yes. keep talking about the gifts here. Uh, yeah, the gifts. Did you guys have a good favorite gift? Did you have a favorite gag? During it was the, the arm. It was the arm with just by oh, all of back. the, yeah, it was great. The best. Nebula's reaction for me, it's the Game Boy because that is also a callback. And the Game Boy is great too. I have more questions about the arm than I did have fun like seeing it. I was like, but like, when did Nebula go back to Earth? When did like was it the arm that fell? Because at that point, Rocket could have always had an arm. He was on Earth trapped for years. Yeah, she collected herself. I don't know, but it is funny. It's a good. It's a good callback. I like her like reaction. She's sort of like. You know, you can tell she's sincere about it. it. Shows her character a little bit fun. My favorite gift is when Groot is handing out all the gifts. May fifth, and, it, and it's I, yeah, I checked it. Yeah, I was gonna spring it up when we talked about it more, but anyway, yeah, your favorite one was Groot. What when Groot when Groot's handing out the gifts and it's all like the little claymation or whatever you'd call them, those stick figures of the <laughs> yeah. different scenes in the movie. That the was really was, that was pretty great. Holding a gift and him holding a gift and him holding a gift. That was fantastic. Ah, it's clever. I like how they made Groot in this one. Like, they really did put him through, like, all the puberty. Like, he looks like he's been juicing. He's like a short, Dude. stocky boy now. He looks, but he still like, has, like, like, a baby face. Fun. Yeah, that's the uh, best part. Freshman 15! He had the freshman 15! He's had the, yeah, but he, he's been hitting the gym. Yeah, he does look like he's yeah, right in that that young that young high school age, which is which is good. It's a fun it's fun age. It'll, it'll be what he is in Guardians Three. As we we'll talk about the trailer here in a second. Yeah. Uh, did you guys have a favorite part? Did you have something you loved about it the most? Think about everything that happened in the special. Uh, the the first ninety seven song where they talk about that just was my favorite part of the whole thing. Just right off the bat, the rest of it was great, obviously. But the fact that just the lyrics were ridiculous. I'm like, this might be one of my new favorite Christmas songs. I've legitimately so listened to it at least twelve times since 
I watched this movie two days ago. I probably listened to it four times a day, every day since. Gets me, gets me jazzed Good man. for sure. Noah, you got a favorite part? A favorite uh, gag? Favorite anything? Um, my favorite is probably the ending. I thought that it it tackled comedy and heartfeltness, even the cheesiness of Peter telling Mantis like, "Oh, you telling me you're my sister is the greatest gift I could have ever gotten." I was like, "That's mad cheesy." But if you had to put it in the there. Movies, this is a Christmas right, movie, it, <laughs> right? But if it had been put in Guardians one through three, that moment would have not happened. It had not. to have been in the special. Yeah, that's definitely. a good moment. I did like the reveal of the, the, the going back to the animated Peter telling the end of the story. It's where, that was good uh, too. Yeah, I agree. Or young. first bobblehead. And Peter that was, yeah, there, there's a lot of callbacks. I mean, James Gunn, he's been the director for all of them, so it makes sense that he wouldn't forget any of this stuff. I think that's like something that the Guardians have over the rest of the MCU trilogies is like the consistency of director and leadership and cast is just like keeping it all the same, I think really worked out for him. Cause all the other ones, I mean, at least one other, one movie was someone else. So I, I kind of enjoy Panther, the consistency, which right. But there's the only two thing. of those so far that, yeah, there will be a third one, but yeah. So, yeah. But like what you're saying makes a hundred percent because black Panther is the only other one that feels that way because yeah, it had the same continuity. cast, the same, yeah. The Russo Bros had their run too, where it was Winter Soldier, Civil War, and then the Avengers movies. Like that was great too. But uh, well, I don't even remember who directed Captain America one, but it definitely wasn't the Russo Bros. And you know, it just it was a different feeling movie, and we know why. All right. Well, speaking of James Gunn, uh, we know he he was on board for one last shot here in Guardians three. We've all seen the trailer now. Uh, are we hyped for it? We were. Are we more hyped for it? I suppose we were probably we're always going to be hyped for it. I want to hear Noah's opinion. <laughs> uh, so my opinion is I am intrigued. I have gone into the other two Guardians of the Galaxy just kind of mad. I am now intrigued. Again, I got really happy because I was like, oh, they're going to go to Earth. And then they didn't. <laughs> and I'm like, why? Yeah. And hopefully they tackle it. I really hope that they do tackle his fear of going home because it is weird. He now has the ability to he now has the complete even a scene where he's on earth and he feels like a fish out of water makes sense but the fact that that was his whole thing he never got to go home and now he has this choice i think it's just because he has no one to go home to anymore like with his mother passing away his father being you know ego he never had any siblings or anything so it's like what is he what is he gonna go back to i mean i guess the familiarity but at this point he's been in space longer than he was on earth so that's one of my favorite things that you you glean from this special and from the Thor movie is the idea that Peter is like such the dad, such the the babysitter for this whole group of just absolute shenanigans that happen all over the place. Oh my so god, they're I all wild cards. His... That's what makes the Guardian so fun. It's like now it was mom and dad, now the divorce happened, so it's just Star Lord who's crazy in his own right, and he's trying to rein in these four psychos. He's doing such a good... I love it. I love that role for him. I think it's like a really cool role. I think Chris Pratt does a good job. So that's one of my favorite parts. And that also, I think, is why... I don't know if they'll ever do the Earth thing. I just think they... He lives in well, James. I don't know if James Gunn ever will, because, yeah, like you said, this is probably his last go-around. Dave Bautista's already confirmed this is his last go. The other guys will probably stick around. I wouldn't be surprised if they... Uh, I, I would be surprised if they didn't, but I don't know what else they're going to be in and how that's going to continue forward. So I think this is like the last hoorah for this like silly fun vibe that we kind of got from the Guardians these past few projects. Unless Taika with TD yeah. takes over, so, then it's going to so get that, even weirder. Yeah, right. I don't think it will. I, this might be the last one for all we know, really. Um, yeah. So for my excitement level, I think I think about it this way. Number one is that I die laughing every time I see Guardians or anything. Uh, I thought they were so funny in Thor. I would. I literally fell on the floor laughing during Guardians 2 a couple times. A couple scenes had me crying laughing. This special, I was just in my living room, slapping my knee, jumping up and down. I thought it was so funny. So, when I think about Guardians 3... I would have paid to see that. I, dude, just watch there's him like something about any, the Guardians comedy. You ever watch, he watches right. football and he does the same thing, except it's more anger <laughs> than joy. Yeah, I love it. I, I love getting into things and 
Guardians is one of those things I get super into, which is funny because when I think back on Guardians 2, I never think of it as this great movie. Because um, uh... there's, there's parts of it that are just so long. <laughs> there are parts of it that are just absolute. That's why I don't watch it. Because to me, at this point, I've heard all the jokes. So now it's just like the other parts are just long and obnoxious. Exactly. So that's what this trailer made me think of. Is like oh, It feels like it's going to have a couple weird scenes, like that weird running through the the pink space. What, that looked weird. I don't like the uniforms. I, I, I do not care for those. They look but they're homage to the OG. I don't, do care. I get it, I don't care about homages. They look stupid. <laughs> All that matters is if it looks good. Why do you have to pay homage to something that no one cared about in the first place? That's the thing about the Guardians is no one, no one gave a single shred of anything to them I'm before all, that first movie came out. I'm all for giving homages if it ultimately looks cool. But if it ultimately doesn't look cool, then I don't care. Yeah. I, think it's, a, uh, it's sort of I, I mean, hopefully, maybe it doesn't stick around the whole movie, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. Not a big it's fan not that of that. Deep. You know. Won't be that deep to the movie, but I do. I fear the movie will have a couple of really long stretches that I'll find boring. There's some things that look interesting. I look forward to the, it looks like there's going to be a lot of rockets. And he's yeah, his backstory, story and there's a there's an otter that's going to be possibly a love interest or something. Is it? A, yeah, there you go. Well, that'll be fun. It might be, yeah. it I might. can't tell. It feels like it might be the main story. Is like it has whole, to be. I think like his. Oh, Adam his, Warlock will be a big part of it too. Which we got our first like real look at him, kind of in this trailer. I thought he I was cool. underwhelmed, but it was, it was fun. Cool. I was underwhelmed by his costume, whatever harness he had looked awkwardly bulky just give him clothes like i felt really weird i didn't, about that I didn't get a good look at what he was club. wearing i saw his, i kind of saw his face and i like that i guess i have to watch it again but yeah it's the plot i still don't really know what it's about i mean you know you can say it's about adam Warlock being in it but what does that mean like what's is he just like hunting them like they have to have a goal they have to have something i think their goal is going to be something to do with rocket and his sort of story um it seems like the more is trapped you think yeah, that's what it so is? my, th- I think Gamora gets taken by the High Evolutionary, who originally, mm-hmm. you know, did experiments on Rocket and probably finished doing experiments to get Adam Warlock. So Rocket's afraid sense. to go and go get Gamora because he knows who the High Evolutionary is and he doesn't want to go feels back to like his right. past. That makes sense. Space Weapon X program. That's what this feels like. Right. Let's say what it is. But that makes sense. That for a plot line, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, she's she's being she's under control. Rocket's afraid. Rocket's got to face his fears. It's really going to be I think it really is going to be a very rocket central movie with a little bit of Star Lord reconnecting with Gamora um, as sort of the, the B plot to the movie, I think. And it's also going to be funny. I think that's, that's one. that might be another reason that. why they focused on Drax and Mantis in the Christmas special, because they knew they weren't getting a bunch of love in the third one and James Gunn maybe felt the need to really highlight those highlight those characters because he loves them as well. So that might have been part of it. Also James Gunn just really likes to like use the crap out of his IP and I absolutely appreciate it. And I can't wait for him to start doing it with DC like he's been teasing Kingdom Come and uh Mr. Terrific. It's gonna be good stuff. And Lobo. And Lobo. Oh Lobo so good. That's and cool. That's cool. the the villain, the high evolutionary is um played by from uh, Peacemaker, I can't the the agent. I uh, can't think. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. Spoiler, no, I can't think of him off the top of my head though. But no, he is the high evolutionary in this, and very cool. I mean, you well, can tell sense. by the way he stares <laughs> dramatically. He had that in Peacemaker and drove. So I'm so. It, it seems like once you work with James Gunn, you're you're set for life, and that's really cool because he picks people and sticks with them and, and really he gives me kevin smith and... vibes kevin smith does the exact same thing except uh james Gunn's doing it at like a more expensive level i won't say higher level but these guys are like higher paid actors and higher paid project or like more expensive projects so it's it, it is it is very similar though i like i like that, we, that he's loyal to his actors it's appreciated for them i'm sure but <laughs> for us too yeah, I mean, I like it. I like that he's, like you said, I like that he's loyal to his style. All these Guardian movies all have the same feel. There's no reason to think this won't be a very successful movie. Probably very, it'll be a fun one. I think people are going to like it. Um, with, this has got some kid draw value. I think that's the big part of Gar- that Guardians has going for it more than, say, Wakanda Forever did. Because, yeah, I mean, how many kids were going to see Wakanda Forever? I mean, 
Obviously, a lot of them went to see Black Panther because they got to see themselves represented there, but he's not even in the second movie. And I mean, there's a whole different level of representation with Namor and all that good stuff, but there's kids going to see Guardians and they sell Yeah, tickets. because it's because it's Drax and Mantis being funny, and and I and I respect that. And the and Rocket and Groot doing their thing. But even Rocket and Groot, that's like a big brother, little brother type of comedy yeah. where Drax and Mantis are are just child humor, and that's yep. not bad. But it is just child humor. I can I would never look I at them would. and be like, oh, that was an intellectual joke on so many levels, and it doesn't have to be. But they're not. No, they're you, need, not out you need some dummies. Adam. You need some dummies. <laughs> so it makes a good movie. Yep, I think it, I think it'll be good. I think you're right. I think it'll have a different sort of appeal. Um, I look forward to. I mean, we got a long ways to go before we can kind of guess that it's it's money making, but it's going to be part of the new phase, sort of the the transitioning, which is weird because it it feels disconnected and it feels like it's its own separate story. So don't actually. Uh, it seems like it should have belonged to this last phase is what it is weird about it. Yeah. But I mean, you need something to kind of kick because May 5th, that's one of the early projects of the new phase. So, you know, it'll, it'll all come together. I have faith that they know what they're doing. I just think this last phase was a lot of things going on, a lot of introductions and it didn't necessarily have that continuous feel build up that the first couple of phases did. So. See, this I next think one's that it actually, I think it makes sense where it's at because this last one was definitely a a um, passing of the mantle. That's what this phase is. And I think right. Quantumania is doing a really good job of being the passing Spike of a mantle is. and the <laughs> Spike is. But it's the quant it's the passing of a mantle and the falling of a team. Because yep. everyone's been speculating that Ant Man is going to pass away, and then this is the last time we're going to see Guardians, at least this iteration of Guardians. So this next phase is definitely going to be the dismantling of the teams or the people that we've known. The other ones have always been passing in the mantle, but it's like we know Hawkeye's coming back, we know Peter's coming back. This one, this next phase, we're not going to see some of these Guardians again. We're not going to see Ant Man possibly again. So I think this next phase is the destruction of the people we've known. I could see it. They just really need to stick the landing as far as getting like the protégés and the people that are going to be representing the mantles and stuff. Because if they they miss the mark on a couple of them, I mean, it's going to be the true downfall of the the universe here. There's a couple of people that are going to hold strong, but overall, you get a couple of people that don't hit with the audience. Like that's that's your bread and butter, man. Don't let that go. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's sad anytime you see, like you said, this this is really the end of the Guardians. That's the end of a big part of the MCU. You know, probably it's probably its fifth or sixth biggest IP is the Guardians. Mm-hmm. So if this is the end of it, it, like as its own standalone thing, that's tough. And you're right. Now you have to have something that can shoulder that weight. And I don't think they've introduced anything that. Right, I'm thinking through. Shang Chi is probably the only thing that is a new IP that I think you could expect to roll out a sequel to and, and make 600 to a billion dollars. You know what I mean? So something's got, well, I mean, do anything with Spider-Man yet. and you're guaranteed, you're guaranteed a payday with anything Spider-Man. That's yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah. matter Spider-Man's which already, Spider-Man the mega sequel. Yeah. Spider-Man's already been a rolling train. So they're not I just meant like any. continuing IP more than anything. It's like, if you, if they want to cash in money, they just got to do something with Spider-Man and it's going to blow up. So, They've got they've got the the weapon in the holster and they can kind of roll with everything else they have, but that's their uh, that's their big boy at this point. But they're sitting they're sitting on you know a really nice you know a really nice payday with X Men, and I think they, they're just, yep, for sure. that's their most dangerous bomb is the fact of like it can either go all the way right or all the way left. So they're really sitting on that. Well, Deadpool like three is going to be a hit. No matter but they're playing what. it but safe because that, they're, you know, they brought him back like that. That's a safe move. They, they yes, definitely no were smart by keeping him, but also it's safe because now they can kind of bring in who they want. They can, instead of if they change Deadpool, then that little continuality of everything else is gone by keeping Ryan Reynolds. You can keep Hugh Jack. You can, pick and choose what you want to keep so that was still safe i think they know that a lot of actors are forever connected with characters and hugh jackman and ryan reynolds are two pretty huge examples that if anyone else tried to play those characters like 
doesn't matter what you do, a bunch of people are going to hate it. Yep, got to play it safe. I think that's a good point to think about. I'm looking at the upcoming schedule because it just this conversation had me thinking about if we think about what the the major IPs have been for Marvel through its you know through its heyday. If you had Avengers, you had Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Black Panther by the end probably you'd consider one, and in Spider Man. And if you're looking, and then Guardians, like I just said, is probably its its last major IP. If you're looking forward at the schedule, you see the new Captain America. Is that really going to be the same draw as the old Captain America movies? Do we feel confident that that's going to have this sort of movement? That that they has? really built up Falcon like the best way they could. So if it doesn't well, thought, do the well, they did incredible. everything they should do. It's just, you're right. I mean, the, the, the hype that came behind the original Captain America. I'm not so, sure if it'll quite I get mean, up to that, but who knows? Maybe Thunderbolts we'll is never going to... It's just not going to have the same jolt as an Avengers movie. Yeah, uh, that's that's going to be one of those ones where uh, I would I would like to see more about because there's a lot of those characters just feel like they got thrown in there because we hadn't focused on them in a while. Like I said, the like, Marvels, no like, one cares about Ghost. <laughs> Let's just yeah. establish that Ghost is a dumb character. They should have let her die anyway. She tried her best. <laughs> that's true, but it's fine. She, she might be great in Thunderbolts, but I just true. don't care about Thunderbolts yet. Um, looking at the Marvels, you like what? Like, is Marvel's going to be good enough? Jamie Pike to... is hyped for the new Captain America. Sorry to interrupt, but he had to make oh, sure. Oh snap, Jamie! Jamie's back. <laughs> yeah, I heard you guys play video guy. games. Had a good time. Yes, we did. Played some oh, yeah, right? like, is is the Marvels going to be able to take the place of you know the fact that we're missing Thor now? Um, is the we're not missing Thor though? Though. That's one of the only ones that's not gone. Are we? There? Yeah, Thor's like the only one that's not gone yet. I don't know. Yeah, and Marvel isn't while. trying to replace Thor. I no, but they. I, I get what Carol. coaches. Oh well, yeah, because Captain Marvel was such a stinker that getting the other people involved just cannot really can't do anything worse for that IP. Really, not. I mean, Captain yeah. Marvel wasn't the worst movie ever, but it definitely wasn't good. So we got to no, follow it up. Well, I'm not denying that. that. I'm not denying that. But yeah, I, I think that's in terms of like this. Is definitely a transitional period because yeah, it's a new Captain America. What you said, Thunderbolts, which is a new Avengers, which isn't gonna unless you're a big fan of Thunderbolts or you're a big fan of Marvel. That's not really a hitter like Miss uh, the Marvels. I think a big one that's they got Daredevil back. That's gonna that's gonna sway some things for sure, especially because Daredevil's big. I think he could be yeah. I think he could be as big as as Iron Man and things like that. He could be a a flagship. Do you but think I, he's going to get his own sh- movie, though? Do you think that that he... There's a million... I'm reading his current comic book run, man, and it is super interesting. And like, he could get his own movie. And secondly, the he's not just getting a show. He's getting an enormous show. So yeah, he's getting the biggest different. show. I don't even... What is it? What did they say? How many episodes is it? 12? 12 hour-long like episodes? I thought it was like 18. 18? You might be right. Yeah, I think Something you're right. Biggest. I think you're right. It's, it was like three and a half months straight of Daredevil, and I can't even blame him because I'm super excited for it. So it's going to be awesome. But, but right. see, that's the Daredevil isn't a movie car- hero. There are movie he can heroes, be. and there are. Can he though? I, kinda, I feel like his stories always no. need more. Oh, I always think he can. I think any you can make any if you make a really good movie, you can make someone service level be really really good. But. It won't feel very marvelly. If they would have kicked it off with the new, no, because I mean, we saw Ben Affleck's movie not do so hot. It did, uh, it did like okay for its time, but people didn't really love that one. But there are more interesting Daredevil storylines, like Devil's Reign, recently in the comic books was super interesting with like Mayor Kingpin trying to take on the street level heroes of New York. That was a really interesting storyline. Currently, uh, Daredevil's running around with Electra, who's dressed as a second Daredevil, and they're really interesting thing going on. But you need that context that you don't get in the movie. Like, I'm sorry, but that run of Daredevil, you can't put in the movie without understanding Elektra, having her die, having, like, he's always someone that you kind of have to know a little bit more about. episode show. That's why you have (laughs) that show. I'm not saying he should get a movie right now. I'm saying once this show is over, I'd be surprised if he didn't get a movie. Unless they decide, they're like, let's just put a bunch of money into it, make a season two of our version of the show, which 
in my opinion, they'd probably put more money into it and it would make a lot of sense. So. But if, even then, so that's what we're talking about, though. Even then, even that's like a mystery. That's a question. Can that take the place of some of these things that they're missing? And I don't know. We, I'm not I'm not 100% sure that Daredevil could be like a great movie, you know, have two, three Daredevil movies. The only thing that I'm sure of going forward is Spider-Man, Deadpool. Like, and then probably Shang-Chi. By proxy, Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Right. <laughs> if he sticks around. I mean, that's that's so, never going to fail because it's got the established just universe. I don't, universe I don't know if they'll ever do just a Wolverine movie. But that's the thing. So the only thing. Well, they've made the a lot of them. <laughs> but no one made the big point. The, the big IPs that are going to be big for Marvel just haven't even been. We haven't seen them yet. That's the X-Men. It's the Fantastic Four. That's going to be where the the reset is. That's how you replace Iron Man. That's how you replace yep. Captain America. For it's sure. Not with these new characters they set up in this last phase. Even though there's a lot of cool characters that we like and are good, they they just don't have the potential to reach. We that know that eighty percent of them are B listers, and another you know five ten percent of them are C listers. It's just there's only a handful of like triple a this is these are the big heroes that are going to make you a billion dollars at the box office and they you know we got to get we got to get some of those back which x-men has already proved it's a billion dollar franchise and fantastic four with with however bad those movies were and depending on who you ask i mean there were three of them and they all made money so it's another one that's gonna it's gonna help us out it might just be kind of filmmakers though right guardians wasn't a flagship program until James Gunn made it a flagship program. So upcoming things like blade and stuff, we we don't know that it can be big, but you get the right guy in there, you make the right movie and it it could start its own. What is Christopher Nolan doing these days? No, I'm just kidding. He would never do a Marvel movie. He's too busy making a billion dollars. I don't want him to touch blade. I'm sorry. I I didn't say blade. blade. (laughs) Blade. But we said blade. And then you said, Christopher Nolan. no, but I meant just Christopher Nolan on any, character would be pretty cool most kind of character he would have been an interesting person for eternals i like the woman who directed eternals but i think his his focus on cinematography and all that would have been very interesting true well that's just fan directing at this point that's just never gonna happen so yeah it makes me sad sad that i i think this is the end of the guardians What's Quentin yeah. Tarantino doing right now? You think he wants to direct a Marvel movie? He's only he's already established many times he's only making <laughs> one more movie, and he just recently reviewed revealed on a podcast I listened to that he's actually uh, directing and producing a show, which is kind of crazy because Tarantino is pretty much the film guy. So that's going to be really. How cool many times will they say the N word? I'm so intrigued. How many times will he say the N word? Because <laughs> <laughs> he said it a lot in Pulp Fiction. He will, he will say it. As many times as a That's lobby of Call of Duty says it in about twenty minutes, <laughs> which is redonkulous. Far too many. Don't don't, don't Call of Duty. It's it drives me insane. It really does. People are idiots. All right. Well, that's all I got to say on Guardians. Uh, this does make me more hype for that, and probably less hype for Ant Man. Really, I just. It makes me go like, uh, why is Ant-Man the next one? Guys, maybe I'm just a bad Marvel fan, but these next two projects, I have very little hype about either of them. I, the, they're, they're the two franchises within the MCU that I'm like the lowest on. So it's like I'm getting them almost back to back and it's bumming me out. Ant-Man, maybe they'll be good. I just... I don't, yeah, I I mean, it's been established before. Ant-Man, I like watching those movies once, and then it's no longer a good movie because the jokes aren't funny anymore. I have negative interest in this next Ant-Man. It just does not seem like... And then the Guardians... I'm interested to see what they do, but I've... Guardians to me is always funny. But I've disliked the first two movies for the most part, so I'm really hoping this one turns it around. See, I like both of them for the villains. I don't care about... I love Rocket and Groot. They're, you know, top 10 favorite heroes. You uh, like in Ronan like, in the first one? Are you crazy? <laughs> no, no, no. I meant oh, the okay. next high evolutionary and uh, King the Conqueror for the, the next co- the ones movies, that are coming. Really... I think yeah, I meant the, the ones, villains from the, the first only... two movies. I'm like, they're both oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't care about Ronan. I, I am know, interested I, in King. Always That's a the joke. only the only thing I need to watch the next Ant-Man for is to see Kang, see what he's got going on, because we know he's going to be around for... I mean, I want to I wanna see what Bill Murray Kang does. <laughs> That'll be funny. funny <laughs> of all the characters, you're like, I want to see what Bill Murray's got going. He's got I them mean, in the tank. Lifer is, you know, the OG I just cat. Well, yeah, not the right. OG cat. Well, I certainly don't care about... 
I certainly don't care about the Ant-Man family. I don't care about any of them at all. Yeah, Secret Invasion series coming up. That's cool. That's going to be sweet. All right. Well, and then Young Avengers. We need her for Young Avengers. We need stature. I don't yeah. care though. I, she could not be in Young Avengers, and I wouldn't care. Like she could just not show up. That's fair. Time. She's an addition that it will be there. They have but enough, they they have enough they Young have Avengers. There. That's true. That we have a lot at this point. And I like I like them all. Borrow one of the Guardians for all I care. Mantis. She looks young. She's she's spry. Let's do a runaway. Let's, do Let's a runaway just may have Star Lord and Gamora make a baby, and then they could be a Young Avenger. <laughs> Nova, they'll be the new Nova. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That would be cool. Uh, see about it. I still, I mean, we'll talk more about predictions of Guardians that's later. Sure. That'll be a, that's about, a different episode. We I don't know, covered our Christmas stuff. Merry Christmas to our friends Christmas. Woo, Christmas. Yeah, get ready for Christmas. We'll do a lot of fun holiday themed uh, filler episodes here. In the meantime, we'll have some fun with it. We'll talk about our our favorite Christmas this and Christmas that and. We'll have weird games that connect stuff together. It'll be great. You guys are going to love it. Stick around. Uh, make sure you guys are liking and subscribing. Like Josh said, we are we are growing all the time. Uh, compared to last year, we are much more One popular. of my favorite stats was a 385% increase in our uh, subscribers and things like that. I was like, that's pretty good because we were doing good in the first place. So I like that. Yeah, that's really cool. That's a really good. big number. Good it's, it's definitely, well, the fact that you guys share us a lot was a really cool number to look at. Um, the top five percent was that's really cool. Top five so, percent shared podcast globally. I, that blew my mind too. Yeah, sixty-nine uh, countries. Sixty-nine countries. Yeah, I mean that was nice. That's where all the WhatsApp <laughs> is coming from. I looked at the, the spread of how it's being shared. Like eight percent WhatsApp. I said that. Uh, uh, no one I know. I'll international man. So yeah, we're excited about that. We're excited for you guys. It's really fun. Um, we're looking to to reinvest. The, the little money we make back into this podcast in some way, whether it's something to do with Christmas or maybe it'll Move be tickets. saving up for tickets to Comic-Con, Comic-Con someday. But that's all because you guys, because you keep sharing, because you guys are rating, reviewing, we're just going to keep, we're going to keep grinding as long as you guys are still listening. So we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the holidays, but you know, don't have, don't have too much fun throughout the holidays without us. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.